freeway now for this one, kid. All right, man. So we're, we started right now. I hit the record button. First podcast of the year. Me and Watts, your boy. Uh, Watts, we started in week three because uh, we kind of just let it go. We were, you know, we were having fun, doing our things, living our lives, and COVID the world. The world in 2020 is like, hey, wh- uh, you know, it just happened late. Watts, I'm glad you're on the show tonight. Man, how do you feel? I'm feeling good, man. Uh, yeah, started week three. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah. It's fucking COVID season. No, the the, the uh, what, what people expect and what the standards are is just thrown out the window. We started week three because we have time to do it. Let's make it happen. And we are here. Watts is here to make you money. He We got our spreads tonight, man. Watts is going to make you yeah. some money. You bet on Watts' picks. You make money. So it's a, it's a good deal. We're going to talk about the injuries. We're going to talk about League of Extraordinary Fantasy Gentlemen. We're going to talk about the Cat Superflex League. And then we're going to do the spreads tonight. So let's just jump right in it. Man, this was an Armageddon week. And you would think because of COVID, right, during COVID times. But pretty much everyone's good except for one cornerback on Atlanta. Yeah. Every- I was going to bring that up while, yeah. you know, Justin doing a victory lap. Yeah, he's doing victory laps. He's like one guy out of like 4,000 uh, NFL employees is sick. All yeah. right. Whatever. And we don't even know if he's sick, right? He just has COVID. Like there's a different – he might not even be sick. I imagine. Well, I I think they. Oh, I I assume they've been getting tested the entire time, multiple times, because like, right. every, you know, like. So I think he just caught it. So maybe the Falcons might have it run through them. I I don't know, but like, who even cares? This guy's gonna be totally fine. Whatever. I don't even have a COVID conversation. <laughs> we COVID is whack. Let's talk about football. So let's start off with the biggest injuries so far last week. CMC high ankle fucked. Um. He's gonna be out four to six weeks. That team's got nothing to play for, so I'm gonna say they're gonna caution, uh, uh, you know, him to to not come back in four weeks because they're not playing for anything. They're already owing to. Um, I think that he's gonna be back probably in early November. And do you think he's gonna come back hundred like hundred percent? He's gonna be CMC getting twenty points a game, or do you think he's gonna be hobbled a bit? I think he'll come back fine if he comes back on the later range of the the prediction so if it's like a six week eight week if he takes that amount of time off um i think he'll come back fine like you said there's no real reason to rush back mm-hmm. uh, mike davis sucks like his replacement he's not been good he's never been good he is a replacement level mm-hmm. player um and the team is going to suffer the consequences they're so dynamic with cmc in the lineup and his ability to catch uh just ability to in the open field, he's very elusive. I mean, it's a huge loss. He's a true a playmaker. He's a true playmaker, and I think he's White Marshall Falk. That guy can do everything in the game very well. And there was a reason they picked him eight overall. You know, it right. was a good pick. Um, that hit my fantasy team hard in League of Extraordinary Fantasy Gentlemen. Undefeated squad still, 21 straight. Um, uh, yeah, be- I want to comment about that, but I saw that you have, and this is, I don't know if it's... Uh, if you've been praying a lot or what you've been doing, but now you got Jarek McKinnon, this very nice little replacement there. I mean, it's not, no, you can't replace CMC full, mm-hmm. but if you could put back 75, 80% with uh, Jarek McKinnon, who's going to be getting a lot of the lion's share of the carries for Niners, that's not a bad position to be in. No, you know what? And it's funny too, because I tried getting rid of him for anything and I went to Herman. I was like, Herman, <laughs> give me your third for Jarek McKinnon, right? Which is pretty high third, probably like, the 30th pick in the draft or something like that, right? Depending on balls. Um, and he was like, nah, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, after after week two of the Armageddon week, he hits me up. Hey, man, so you want a second for for, <laughs> for, for McKinnon? I was like, well, no, because now he's going to be a startable guy for the, I don't know, at least a couple of weeks, right? I need right. him. 
So, like, I don't give a fuck about your dumb second. Like, I need him now. And he's like, oh, I really want him the whole time. But I was like, well, that's why you're constantly in last place, bro. Like, you know, <laughs> that's why your team stinks. And I don't care if he even scored 30 points with um, James Thompson. I don't know. The, 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 the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah I'm going to fucking smoke Kerman because my team's really good. And his team blows. Um, as far as um, that goes, the next injury we have on the on the on the on the docket here is uh, Saquon Barkley. Rest in peace, my Giants. I was so excited to see him play this year. I thought him, Daniel Jones, all year. We got a brand new uh, additions on the line. He was gonna eat. Week one didn't do dick. Week two he tried his damn. We thought he broke his elbow like the play before. Then he comes in and blows out his knee in the next play. It's like. Such a disappointing, deflating. This is that. I think this is right here. Gettleman's getting fired. Like I don't see a scenario unless the Giants totally like, like uh, no one's delivering the Newt Rotney speech where we're gonna like come in there and win the fucking whole thing. Like I think he's done at this point. I think that's the death nail. Uh, Barkley blowing out his knee in year in year three. Uh, what do you feel about the Barkley injury and how much that means to the uh, fantasy world and the Giants? Uh, well, yeah, obviously for the Giants, it's a huge blow. Uh, they brought in Devonta Freeman. I think he's gonna blow out whatever knees he's got left. I he's think. got he's concussion problems. That guy, right? Yeah, I, I don't know what he's 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 not making him more than six games. You can put that down. You can write it down. I'll write it uh, down right here. Six games, <laughs> Devonta. All right. I also own him in a league of extraordinary fantasy gentlemen. So if you think I'm lying, wait, you, you own him in that league? Doesn't yeah, doesn't I got, Miller I got him? Him, yeah, Miller traded him to me as I could just throw in. Uh, I own him. Uh, he's a starter mm-hmm. in the National Football League. He's not a starter yet. Give him, give him like two weeks, and he'll be a starter. Yeah, and you know, I, if you think I'm wrong, or make me an offer. Uh, but to get back to your original question, yeah, it's a massive problem. Uh, I feel bad for Saquon because he's such a, a talent, uh, but he's also a physical freak. So I'm hoping, I'm thinking he's going to come back 100. percent I remember when Adrian Peterson went down. He was a little bit older, um, and the surgeon said his knees look like you know, like a 19-year-old kid because they had no wear and tear on them except for the, the tear. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that Saquon has the same kind of diagnosis. Um, yeah, it's not it's not a good situation. Uh, their, their offensive line has not uh, shown that they can protect or create lanes for the runners. Um, it's a problem. It's a big problem. And then, and then on the other side, they, they can't stop the run. So it's uh, the Giants are – it's a real competition between the Giants and Jets. Who are the who's the worst team? The Jets are the worst team. <laughs> They're by far the worst team. They're they're running out of lineup where you wouldn't play anyone in fantasy. Like the Giants, you'd still play Daniel Jones. You still fuck with Slayton. Darius Slayton, like Ingram. There's the guys you'd mess with. Like who are you actually starting for the Jets? I would not start anyone. Denzel Mims when he comes I, back. <laughs> I picked up uh, Braxton Berrios just tonight. Just to, I can't believe he's still out there. I mean, he, he's going to get a lot of targets and he scored a touchdown last week. Like the team's going to be down a lot. I mean, is, is, he, is he like a game changer? He's a garbage time hero for you. It's like, instead yeah, of getting the receiver four, I think he's worth owning. Like it's, if you look at some of the rosters that people are putting out there, how many weeks do you think he's going to have three and a half, four points going into like the last eight minutes. And all of a sudden he ends up with 12 points. And you're like, all right, man, garbage time. Barrios, baby. Let's do right. it. <laughs> probably right. But at the end of the day, if you're looking at 12 points from your wide receiver, four, not bad, not bad, not, not bad. bad. And then people are, are feeling like, Oh, I got this guy. I got this guy. Look, bye weeks are coming up mm-hmm. and you know, you're going to have to make tough selections for Bart. Probably is, but so I picked him up. 
I give my uh, condolences to all Barkley owners except for Mike Miller in my Superflex League because I own his pick. <laughs> Fuck you. And I hope you uh, do terrible. Um, all right. Going on to Cortland Sutton, ACL tear. Um, I just feel bad. Like, you know, it's like, damn, you were like, you were just ready to go. You have a big fucking season. We were thinking like, what, 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns, like 80 catches from, from Sutton with uh, play next to Judy. It was going to be like a high-powered offense because they were probably going to be down a lot. They're throwing the ball like... And then, dude, second week, guy comes in, again, like Barkley, plays hurt, blows out his knee, and we just, now we're left with just nothing, man. I feel bad for Sutton and Sutton owners. Watts, what do you feel about this? Yeah, I I guess uh, you never want to see a guy go down um, in the way he did, especially playing through injury, which probably made him more susceptible to the injury he had. Uh, but Sutton's one of these guys where, really the jury wasn't out on his ability to play, right? Like people thought he was, there was a camp that thought he was good. There was a camp that thought he wasn't. I'm hoping he can come back from his injury because his credentials were still not established as the go-to guy. Like he might have a hard time coming back, you know, and especially with Judy there. Well, uh, they did. They drafted Judy high. So like, and, they- and, and KJ Hamler. They also wait first and second round. They went wide receiver, yeah, so that yeah, that kind of tell that that's like that's like showing your hand a little bit. Where like right. we like Sutton, but like we don't really believe him to be the alpha. So we're gonna we're gonna surround Locke with a lot. Or maybe is that an indictment against Locke? Where we need to just surround this guy with <laughs> Noah Fant, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, and Jerry Judy. Just like this guy sucks. And we signed uh, Melvin Gordon in the offseason to put him with right. with Lindsey. Like, we, like, this guy's not that great, so we need to make him look better than he is. Yeah, um, it's a good question. Uh, I think, yeah, it's definitely – Locke has shown nothing really. He, had, he won, what, three games at the end of last year. Um, he didn't show much in the game against Tennessee. Uh, yeah, that's just, once again, the jury's still out on him too. Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure if it's an indictment against Locke or – Judy, but it is an indictment against the offense as a whole last year. And well, uh, well, well time out right there. I I want to jump down the sp- in the show sheet. We'll go to Locke. Uh, so Locke also is hurt. He's going to be out for a couple weeks. Sprain AC joint. Um, now what do you think about Locke and his and his prognosis going forward? Do you think that the Denver Broncos are going to end up like five and eleven, four and twelve, and they're going to be in that Trevor Lawrence talk, or do you think that Locke is their guy? And this is just a setback for him right now. Who came in for him? What's his guy's name? Jeff Driscoll. I think he was the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals quarterback last year or two years ago. He got run in in the at the ass end of one season. I think it was for the Bengals. Yes, yes and he was on the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And uh, there were calls last year for Jeff Driscoll to replace Andy Dalton, and he did, and he didn't do anything worth a damn. Uh, I think they have too much uh, invested in Drew Locke mm-hmm. to throw the towel in on him. Um, but it is an interesting question. I don't think they'll tank for Trevor Lawrence. They have too much, like I said, too much invested in um, Drew Locke. But it's going to be interesting to see what Jeff uh, Driscoll does. He can make plays. He did look okay last week. Like, he did not look terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, the team, they, they, they were on the, on the cusp of a uh, comeback last week. Uh, that was against the Steelers, yeah. Yeah, you know the Steelers got a good defense too, and then all of a sudden right. they came back and um they put up some points at the end there with Jeff Driscoll. But 
it's like one of those things where I think the Steelers had the game in hand and they were just like, yeah, whatever, fuck Jets. Playing like prevent defense and letting them, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's go now to the like, what the was it the um the Avengers meme? Uh, we beat the Jets. What did it cost? Everything. <laughs> so, Raheem Mostert, um, sprain MCL, and now an already weird backfield becomes even weirder because. Last week, your guys you want to own, Tevin Coleman, um, Raheem Mustard, right? Both of them are done, right? For like right. a couple weeks, like two or three weeks, right? Now we're talking Jarek McKinnon, who really is, I think, the most talented guy in that backfield. At least athletically, he's by far more talented than the other two. And like in the NFL, he's done more than the other two. And another interesting guy, Jermichael Hasty. Uh, he, they, they brought him now from the practice squad to the main squad, and he's got some good athletic ability. He's raw. He's undrafted. And I think Jeff Wilson's also in there who's probably going to be the guy who gets, like, 11 touches and just fucks up both of the other guy, right? Like, so like Yeah, and we'll, we'll steal a touchdown. That's what he's known for. 100%. He'll steal touchdowns. He'll fuck up passing downs. Like, he's going to mess everyone's, like, projections, right? But going back to Mostert, he sprained his MCL. How many weeks do you think he's out, and do you think this affects his role? Like, if Jarek McKinnon eat do you think that the Mozart comes back to the same role or is there like well this is the guy who we originally signed to do this job yeah i think exactly what you just said um they gave up a lot or they paid mckinnon a lot i think in free agency. they gave him a very big contract for what yeah we so they're not gonna pay this guy not to to put out work right and like most an, un, an undrafted free agent or a seventh round pick something crazy uh, most are, and and it just seems to me Kyle Shanahan's system is we are going to run who's ever doing work and being being effective. You know, I read an article about Michael. My, uh, was it um the Shanahan running system? Right, is very effective, but the way they run is like they run high up and they run to the outside. Um, the the outside right. But they they blindly do it, so they end up getting the running backs on that system. They end up eating right because they they do gain a lot of yards and touchdowns and all that stuff. But because of how they run, they end up getting hurt a lot. So that's why like like your Terrell Owens, your like um yeah Terrell Davis, yes, yes, Terrell, yes, yes. Terrell Davis. Like there's a bunch of old running backs from his system that always got hurt, and he his system doesn't matter. You plug in whatever running back, and they always eat because of the system. But the system hurts the running back. So that's what I heard. And that makes sense maybe why they run so many running backs in, you know. It's just like a constant rotation and just a, a fancy nightmare at points. Mm -hmm. So I, I, whoever is the guy getting the, the lion's share of the carries in the Niners, you just want that guy. Right. So I'm hoping at this point it's, it's McKinnon, but we have to see week three what the deal is, and then we could digest what happens. And – um. As far as Raheem Mostert, like, how many weeks do you think he missed? Do you think he's, like, bite, chomping at the bit to get back because, like, he's worried about his job, obviously? Or do you think they take their time because they know that they have a good guy there and, like, yeah, it's just be out for a three, four weeks, come back fully healthy, or they rush him back? Yeah, I think it'll be out three weeks. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be out three weeks. Anytime you, you sprain a, a ligament like that, I feel that, like, your timetable is, is, isn't accurate. I feel like they, hey, yeah, they'll be he's week to week, but he's really not. I think he's out for a couple of weeks but they're just not saying that. Like, you know, right. they, that's my opinion at least. And now one of the, the real ones that hit me hard, Nick, was it Nick? Is Nick yeah. Bosa? Nick Bosa. Nick yeah. Bosa's hurt. And I love that guy because he shitted on, 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 um, Baker Mayfield. 
And with the whole, like, <laughs> waving the flag, boom, I was like, what was that about? And then they showed the whole, like, yeah, in, in Oklahoma, uh, Ohio Baker State, did, yeah. Oklahoma, Ohio State, Baker did that to them in the bowl game. I was like, fucking good for you, Nick Bosa. Like, you never forget, right? Yeah, I was yeah. a Nick Bosa fan after that. He tore his ACL in a meaningless game versus the Jets, who they they had, they had they beat them in the coin flip, right? And, like, it was over after that. And he's done for the one of the more exciting defensive ends in the league. Um, so how how bad do you think this affects the, the Niners' defense? And and are the Niners facing that Super Bowl hangover where they lost the Super Bowl and they're just getting they're, they're not going to make the playoffs again? Uh, I think they'll make the playoffs, but um, that defense is going to be challenged because his ability to rush the passer is sort of unprecedented. He just does so much on the field in terms of covering ground. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a brutal loss. And um, the only good news is that he's a huge Trump supporter. So he will be able to go out and campaign for uh, Trump. Excellent. And you know who else is a uh, uh, real big Trump supporter? That Cubby um, was the guy from the UFC? Oh, Colby Covington. Colby Covington, yeah. Did you see the uh, after after the fight, like, President Trump gave him a call and stuff like that? And he's like, yeah, excellent. Yeah, by the way, um, there's no uh, blue blue bias here uh, since Feinberg and Miller are on the podcast. It's just, uh, it's just me and Watts right now. But, um, yeah, I thought that was awesome after that. I, I was like, I was so into Colby Covington after that interview. I was like, yeah, man, fuck it, let's go. Um, yeah, so it's a bummer that Bose is out for the year, and we'll see him again next year, and hopefully he regains that same level of uh, excellence. Uh, the last 49er injury that I'm going to talk about, I think they also lost another defensive end, which I don't give a fuck about, but Jimmy G., High ankle sprain. Um, he's going to be out, I think, a couple of weeks. But I, I, I re- he may come and play because uh, who else they got a quarterback over there? Nick um, Mullen. He did. He did okay. A couple. Yeah. I think it was two years ago when um, uh, I think before they got Jimmy G, and um, did they have Jimmy G? They might have Jimmy G at that point. Um, they did. Yeah, they they did that Jimmy- was when he. That's when he. Uh, oh, he blood his knee. He tore his. Right. Yeah, that's right. He tore his knee. He did okay. Um, uh, how bad do you think this affects affects the Niners, or do you think this is, they just keep on rolling because Jimmy G's not that great? Um, I think Jimmy G will be back next week. Um, he there was a chance he was going to play this week. Um, I think they took caution because they're playing the Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're going to roll with Mullen one one week, but I think he'll be back, and I think he's uh, even though. You know, he's not the best quarterback in the league by any stretch of the imagination. He does enough for them and makes enough big plays that he's a very meaningful player and that Nick Mullen is not an adequate replacement. So he means a lot. They give him an extra week, and he'll be back uh, in week four. Okay, moving on to the Packers. Devontae Adams with a low – like like he no one knew about it. He's got a hamstring injury and he's going to be out this week. And he you know he may be out next week. Who knows? The hammy it's a lingering thing. How bad does this hurt the Packers? Aaron Rodgers, all those guys, um, Aaron Jones, and how bad is this for fantasy? Because like like going forward, do you think he's going to have a big season, or do you think that he's going to just take a week or two off and then come back ready to go? Watts. Yeah, he had a solid last season towards the end what if you remember he was hobbled and missed about i think they had him out for about six weeks with a turf toe um and they took the time bringing him back and then once he got back he was effective but he wasn't who he was and then supposedly he was fully recovered from this injury and that's 
um, week one this year when he put up like, I don't know, what is it, 12 catches, 180 yards, and two TDs, or whatever that. He beasted that, that, week one. He beasted. Week one. Yeah, and he, but his, his comments afterwards was this is the first time in a year that I felt 100% because coming back from that toe last year, I wasn't 100%. And now he's down again um, as a result of week two. So, yeah, it's a huge loss. And I have not seen anything from any of those receivers, which tells me that they can be the full replacement. If you had to have one, would you – I'm not going to mention the lesser guys, but would you rather have MVS or uh, Lazard? Probably Lazard. That's just going on gut. Uh, I I think I'd rather have Lazard too. I think MVS is kind of like a one-trick pony. I think he's like a – you know, he stretches the field, and that's pretty much it. Lazard, I think, could, like, fill up um, a stat line. You know, like, I think yeah. he's a guy who can get 10 catches for 110 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. MBS. And I think it's really going to affect um, Aaron Rodgers. Like, people like Aaron Rodgers, they, 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 there was victory laps going around about the Aaron Rodgers truthers who are saying, you know, he's mm-hmm. going to be young forever. And the bottom line is, who the hell do they play? The Vikings, who have looked absolutely terrible, and the Lions, who might be even worse than the Vikings. The Lions are the worst defense in the league, and the Minnesota Vikings are trash. But but, right. but like people still have recollections of them being okay. Like they they yeah. still remember them being the team that lost to the uh, Saints. I'm sorry, they they yeah they lost to the Saints in the um. They lose, yeah, they lost to the Saints. No, no, they beat the Saints in the uh, NFC uh, second round. Right. Where they were supposed to win, but like a missed tackle by the Saints. They, right. I'm sorry. They lost to the fucking. I'm sorry. I, I'm. They lost to the Eagles in the NFC Championship. They got blown out. They people still remember that team, but that team's long far and gone. And like right now, they're dealing with Kirk Cousins, who's whack. He's whack. No good. And now, like they got rid of Stephon Diggs for no reason because he got a bummed out about like Kirk Cousins, which I mean, I agree. Like I'm not excited about Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and and you had to see that season correct. Mm. So they beat the Saints at home because of the missed tackle on Stephon Diggs, and he took it to the house. Then they went to the Eagles and got smoked, and that was the Eagles team who won with <laughs> with Nick Foles. And and they no, they have not been good. And Kirk Cousins has been really, really. I think he's better than then how he's been playing, but he's still not good. And Kirk Cousins, like, you ever hear the Mendoza line? We're like in baseball, we're like the Mendoza line. Is, <laughs> he's like the Mendoza line for football. It's like Kirk Cousins is the absolute lowest point where you can be for starting quarterback. And then at that point, it's like you should replace your quarterback. Yeah. Like that guy is the epitome of average. And he, yeah. you're going nowhere with him. All right. Last injury of the week, Tyrod Taylor. And I want to say the fix was in from the start. The guy, like, the guy had his lung punctured by the fucking the, the team doctor like pre because he had a rib injury and like it was wild like we all got these like, te- like these these messages pre-game like justin herbert starting we're like what wait, what what and we found out that uh eventually the tyrod taylor had a punctured lung and he's gonna lose his job over this because because uh justin uh herbert played pretty well he had um with 300 yards plus passing he ran for a touchdown like he he was just he had more life to him and this is the guy who's gonna uh bring your franchise to greatness not Tyrod Taylor. So I think we're seeing the end of Tyrod Taylor. Do you think that um, Herbert's the guy going forward? And do you feel bad for Tyrod Taylor? Well, I think it was, uh, if you want a conspiracy theory, I think that was absolutely an inside job. Uh, 
they, nine eleven baby. Tyrod Taylor looked awful against mm-hmm. the Bengals. I looked at his stats. He was like 16 of 30 for 200 yards. Didn't rush for anything. He brought no life to that team. And they're like, we got to get fucking rid of this guy. How are we going to do it? <laughs> oh, I, I got it. You know, they don't want, I, I don't want to get too much into politics, but I don't think they wanted to bench him for Herbert because of, of the optics of it with everything that's gone on in the world. <laughs> Especially because he already lost his job to Baker Mayfield. This was an absolute inside job. Um, uh, but, yeah, I feel bad for Tyrod. Uh, I hope he – I think they signed him to a decent contract, so I think he's getting paid. But, yeah, that was an inside job. I think uh, Herbert looks good, and he brings a lot to that offense. And he's this a big – I'm sorry. Big, tall, strong guy. He runs. I mean, he brings so much more, and there's so much more you have to game plan for than Tyrod Taylor. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is like 34 now. He's done. This is – um. I, I think Tyrod, like, it's not a surprise to me because, like, you knew at some point they were going to hand the keys over to Herbert. So it's like, right. it was a matter of time. And, like, hey, look, it sucks that you got, like, that happened to you. But, like, whether it be week two or week 14, it was happening. So, whatever. You're getting paid to hang. I, I'd, rather, I'd rather hang out with the headphones yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the clipboard and not have to get bit tackled by these gorillas on the fucking field. You know, like, absolutely. absolutely. Like, there are. 325 pound men that run like a fucking 4940 that could bench press like a, a fucking a station wagon. So like I'm not fucking trying like to get murdered out there at like 32 years old, whatever hell he is, you know. I rather just give me my paycheck. I'll I'll get a ring. Hopefully I'll get on a good team. That that's my thing for Tyrod. Yep. All right, moving on to the next uh thing. We're moving on to the League of Extraordinary Fantasy Gentlemen. Oh, I was gonna go over real quick the records of the uh league of sorry, records of the league of the people who are in the podcast. Right now we have Miller at two and oh, Feinberg at two and oh, Katz at two and oh, and Watts and O at two. Watts, are you surprised by any team in there? Um and are you uh, or either good or bad? Uh by the teams you mentioned? No 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 just in, in League of Extraordinary Fantasy Gentlemen. Oh, as a whole, not the not the not the people on the podcast. No, 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 not just the people on the podcast, but in general, like the the, the uh, people in the league. Like, what team that surprises? If you are surprised, what team surprises you? Oh, I was looking at it before. Um, I I'm, I actually uh, I like the cheese. I like the cheese team. The who? The who? Cheese? Cheese's Feinberg. team. Oh, cheese! I thought you said the Chiefs. I was like, no. I was like, you talk Feinberg? Like, what are you talking about? Cheese has Galladay. Uh, D Hop, Thielen, and Slayton. That's like four very, very good wide receivers. One hasn't played a game yet. Slayton is is absolutely random because the Giants suck. <laughs> D Hop's always been awesome, and it's like you know whatever. Like his running backs are trash. He's he was touting Naheem Hines as a thing. Yeah, Naheem Hines, Hines, is, Hines is not a thing. Dead. He's dead. dead. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas is 100% that backfield. And once Mac died, once he got the ACL tear, oh, that's yes, he got the Achilles blown out. Yeah. It was it was dead. Like like he randomly got two touchdowns in week 1 and he thought that was going to propel him to week 2. Yeah, yeah. Naheem Himes is nobody. Um he, uh, was he's got Melvin Gordon who's I think going to get a lot of usage and then oh, he's got James oh, no, no, that's different league. He's got the Superflex. What are the running backs he have? He's running back stink. Uh, his running backs do stink, but you know he's got four decent wide receivers. He's got uh, Kyler Murray. He traded up to get Kyler Murray. Yep, yep. I'm not a big fan of Chiefs team. I, I, that's not a surprise to me at all. He's <laughs> mediocre. He's middle of the pack. That's what I thought he was. That's who we thought they were. 
Um, my surprise this year, uh, I would is um, I'm gonna be honest, is Launchpad. Launchpad has been putting up some big scores. I thought he was gonna be good. I think he's gonna be this good. He lost Saquon Barkley, huge hit. Yeah, yeah, that's a huge loss. I'm gonna write that huge hit. Launchpad. All right, on my paper, on my on the show sheet, I'm writing it right there. Huge hit, Launchpad Barkley. Um. But that's my, my big surprise. I thought he was going to be good, but I didn't think he's going to be putting up big scores like that. And actually, Mike Feinberg, who dicked us tonight, who didn't go into the podcast. Who yeah, did, yeah, he did stand us up. I, and that's okay to stand us up. No, it's not okay. You could just say, hey, look, I have, I'm have, i doing things tonight. Like, whatever. I can't. I'm not good. He's like, nine is better for me tomorrow. No, nah, nigga. That's not the case at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> that... Well, that yeah, I mean, I think this was more of what this where I was going was that this is even more offensive because we were supposed to start recording at nine o'clock. Then he said, "Oh, I'm gonna make it nine thirty, nine forty-five, ten thirty-five." We start recording at ten an hour after, and he still doesn't show up or tell us what's going on. No, he's That's- he's ghost. He ghost. He's ghost like Sam Darnold. He's done. I, I don't. I, there's no sign. There's no signs of life from Mike Feinberg. He's he's out of here. And like he just delayed us an hour for no reason, but no big deal, Mike. Uh, we're, I'm gonna definitely kill your team later, but um, oh, so we're talking about one night in Paris. Yeah, one night in Paris. That's my big surprise. I, I like to when I when I go to Paris, I like to spend four nights. You can't really get a full, you know, understanding what? of the town. Well, it's a big town. From it's a big city to be there for one night. Let me ask you: Is Paris vacation sex better than other? areas of the of the world when i've been there i have not had sex there so i know disappointing disappointing you know but you know what i would probably think that paris is going to be disappointing because there's so much pressure Mm -hmm. like oh this is a city of romance oh yada 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 we 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 you know but maybe it's not all that I don't know. I didn't feel I wasn't blown away with romance. I mean, I wasn't there on a romantic trip, but I mean, I wasn't like you know blown away with it. I think it's overrated. I agree. Fuck French. Um, <laughs> okay, so we have our our, our our big surprises. Now let's go to the matchups this week. Uh, we'll start with the first matchup is uh, myself versus Justin Herman, and the streak is on the line. Justin put up twenty seven points with James Robinson on Thursday. Big score. His team blows. I'm going to win this matchup. I don't think he breaks my streak. I'm going to be 22-0. and 0. What, what do you say? I'm writing it at 22-0. Boom. Yeah, I agree with you. He had a nice game from James Robinson, uh, who we should just give 10 seconds to, maybe 15. He's been incredible, that guy. I mean, that was – he looks really fucking good. I think um, the Jaguars in general look better than we thought they were going to be. Yeah, they, they were they, – they look like shit on Thursday – uh, they, it was it was it had all the the markings of a disappointment a disappointing game letdown game coming off a big win, uh, conference game th- short week Thursday night, but um, yeah, uh, James Robbins is very good. He's very very impressive, but yeah, you're gonna win this game. Uh, he started T Y Hilton who looks washed. I know it's washed. A, a, what was it? Wa- yeah. T Y son. Wait, washed. Washed. <laughs> yeah. washed? Um, uh, he's got a very plus matchup against uh, the Jets, but I think it's going to be a lot of uh, Ali Mo Cox. I think it's going to be a lot of uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas out of the backfield. Uh, he sucks. And he's starting Humphreys, Adam Humphreys, uh, in a game where I think both 
Tennessee and Minnesota are just going to run the shit out of the ball. So, yeah, Cats. And like I said before, you got uh, McKinnon. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little, oh, one guy go, next man up. No big next deal. Man up. Next man yeah. up. Re- respect and, and, that streak. And it's really rubbing the face of Herman, who didn't want to take your third-round pick. And, um, yeah, I, I think that summarizes it. Next matchup. Battle of Shaolin, son. So, yo, it is Watts versus James in the Battle of Shaolin. I got to take my boy Watts in the Battle of Shaolin, son. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You know, James right now is benching C.D. Lamb. That's wild. Uh, wild. Against Seattle? Yeah. Uh, that He should lose on that alone. Uh, and you know what? This is not a great team. This is a rebuilding year. Um, but when I was reviewing uh, all the matchups this week, like what gives me confidence going forward is like a lot of teams suck in this league. And Denzel Mims, he's coming. KJ Hamlin is coming. Oh, like, this is going to be a good team. I would trade you for Denzel Mims right now. <laughs> right now. I love Denzel. I love him. I, I, do, I do a non-on-the-air trade policy. But yeah, you know what? Like, I got reason to believe I can give James a, a, a sh- you know, I got I got a puncher's chance to take him out. On you know, you're getting your first one this week, dude. Battle of Shaolin. Battle of Shaolin. If I've ever yeah. seen a man represent Shaolin, it's Watts. I'm I, I'm going Watts all day. I'm doing Watts, <laughs> all in capitals, day. <laughs> That's what I'm saying right there, bro. I yo James admitted to me at, at Miller's house of West Hampton this year. I've never made the playoffs, and that's not your problem. That's that's James' problem. <laughs> so you get your. And he's been in a bunch of leagues, no playoffs. I mean, that's that's rough. That's rough. You get off the Schneid this week. You get a big fat win, a big robust win in the Battle of Shaolin. Next next matchup to the battle. The it's a two undefeated tier: Miller and Feinberg. Two, this is two contenders. Even though Feinberg, I don't really think is a contender. He's kind of whack. Um, I'm gonna say Miller wins this just because Feinberg stood us up. I want to jinx him. I fuck Miller, <laughs> and uh, I I think I think honestly Miller's gonna win it because he's got a better team. But like I just, I want to give him the look. I want to give him the jinx. I don't like his team. He's my competitor. He's the guy that's that's yep. competing with me. So I'm giving him all the bad vibes, the juju, the evilness. Yep. So I'm going to go. I'm going to write here in caps. M-I-L-L-E-R-W-I-N-N-E-R. And then I hope I jinx you. Watts, what do you think about the battle of the two undefeated? Yeah, uh, even before Feinberg set us up, I had oh my god, we have to mention that he stood us up tonight. What the fuck? All right, well, and then he did the, the the unprecedented. I've never seen before. I'm coming, please wait, and then I'm gonna stand you up. Ah, uh, that's even worse. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I had Miller in before that. Miller's got tons of Seattle, and he's got tons of uh, Denver. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the Seattle Dallas game. He's got a ton of action. That's the highest uh, point total of the week. So as a result, I think he's going to win. And then Feinberg's done a lot of KC, and they're playing out Baltimore. It's tough. Um, Oh, and because Feinberg stood us up, Mike Miller is listening to his podcast before tomorrow's game. He is not starting a defense right now. He picked up Indianapolis, 
But well, that's a good they, They're facing um, the Jets. The Jets. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So, Mike Miller, if you're listening to this podcast, I which we know you before. are, you know you are, you know you're our first listener. Mm-hmm. Um, put in, put in Indianapolis Colts because mm-hmm. you don't have a defense in right now. Nope. Next uh, a matchup here is the I smell my own fart bowl. And that is LP versus Donk in the, uh, like, yeah, I know fantasy football better than the next guy. I have to go with Donk here because fuck LP and his whole, like, oh, Russ Wilson's cooking this. And, like, he's, like, all of a sudden bolstering his chest even though he's his best guy blew out his knee. Fuck LP. I'm going Donk all day. I'm going to write that. Donk all day. All right. <laughs> Watts, what do you feel about the LP versus Donk? Smell my own farts, bull. Uh, I think LP is going to smell his farts just a little bit more. I got him winning this one. Um, like you said, LP has been the surprise of the league. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I prefer m- multiple nights in Paris, a big town, big town to get around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just like his team better. Um, Cook and Drake should be cooking this week. Stefan Diggs, Tyler Lockett, and uh, Kelsey. It's a good team. It's a good team. Donk is starting Brian Edwards, who I don't know what he's done to legitimize a start. Um, he played. He played some college football. He played some college football. <laughs> yeah, and basically. Didn't participate it. in the combine. Um, and, and uh, he didn't know he didn't participate in the combine. He didn't. I yeah. know. Yeah. And and Donk is uh, doing the double tight end move. Whenever I see that in a traditional league, mm-hmm. I am always suspect. Um, that's a that's a desperation move. So I'm going LP. I agree. I agree. Desperation move. Next game, Kuhn <laughs> versus Steve. The dunk on Kuhn game. Obviously, I'm going Steve here. I'm right, Steve. <laughs> um, like Kuhn's team's trash, but it's trash. Not like Oscar the Grouch trash. Like you love it. Like it's trash. Like I I don't know why the garbage man didn't pick this up. Is it the wrong day for cardboard? Like what's going on here? I don't want this trash. Take it. That's Kuhn's team, and Steve, I think, has got a decent team. I think he's a borderline playoff team. I think he makes the playoffs, actually. Kuhn sucks. I think his team is awful. I think every decision he's made in this league, I'm a, I'm a circle league of extraordinary fantasy gentlemen in my squad, and I'm going to write Kuhn stinks on it. All right. He's awful, and I'm I'm going Steve here. Watts, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Steve, too. Uh, right now, Kuhn is – Benching Will Fuller. Um, oh, good. Because he got a zero last game. I know. He got a zero, but Jesus. I the hemi my... is like a well-smoked rib. <laughs> you know, it just falls <laughs> off the bone, dude. He's supposed to be playing this week. I it, I forget who. Let me pull it, pull it up. He, the bottom line, he still should be starting. Um, and Steve's got uh, Kamara, Mixon, Sanders, that, those three right there are better than anybody on uh, Kuhn's team. He's got and, a tight, tight running back list. I like his running back yeah, list. I yeah, think he built yeah. his team back up very well. And then he's got Matty Ice and um, Gallup, who should have a nice game. If you're yeah, there's, no, there's no guy. shot. This is the easiest game on the card to pick for a league of extraordinary gentlemen. Easy. If your best guy is Tyler Boyd, I, would, I mean, you're, you are walking the plank. Um, last game in the League of Extraordinary Fantasy Gentlemen is Cheese versus Wild Dan in the Everything is Fine House Burning Down Bowl. <laughs> and I got to go Wild Dan here, um, mainly because 
I, you know, I want to fuck with cheese. I, I don't really like cheese like that. Like, you know, it's, I think <laughs> he's got, again, good receivers. His running backs suck. And he's put all his chips. He's all, he's like, he is, he, he's got two seven off suit. And this guy, he's just like, I'm all in. And the other guy was like, yeah, I'm all in too. And that's when he's like, oh shit, I got nothing. And that's, this is where we're at right now with cheese. I think cheese team stinks. He don't make the playoffs. And I'm going to write here, cheese stinks. And I think while Dan wins here, gets his first one of the year. What about you, Watts? Yeah, I'm going cheese here. Um, while Dan's got a huge injury loss in Devontae Adams, who he can't really replace. So if I'm going down the list here. And, you know, I like little Jordan Humphrey. Uh, you got Kyler Murray, Melvin Gordon, Josh Kelly, the receivers I named earlier. Dalton Schultz is not great. He's still whatever. Dalton Schultz got a lot of um, targets last game. So you assume he's going to get like seven targets and maybe he puts up like 40 yards and a tutty. So that's what you're hoping. Bills D. And then once again, while Dan is going with the two tight end set, he's got Mark Andrews and Darren Waller, those good tight ends. He's starting Chiefs D. I think that's a big thing. And then he's he's still starting Devontae Adams. Uh, I guess he hasn't received the report yet that he's doubtful, and he'll have to replace him with either uh, Anthony Miller or Mike Williams, which I know how you feel about both those guys. So I, my, I'm not a big fan of either of those dudes. Right, I know. So that's a big hole to fill, um, and I think that's why Cheese is going to get the victory this week. All right, moving that, to – That's going to be the close answer. That's where we said Steve is the easiest one to pick. Cheese and Wild Dan. Should we write that down? Is this is the this is the close game of the week? Yep. All right. This is a close game of da week. All right. Yo, let's but before we um let's let's uh, pause because I want to get a refill. All right. So well, let's just give pause me two right minutes. Here. Yeah, I'm gonna pee on the way back. <laughs> All right, Did we're back. Even the group yet? No. No, nah, right? he's he ghosted, bro. He ghosted like crazy. All right, going to the Cat Superflex League, the league that we're all in. Who is the biggest uh, surprise here? And I'll I'll mention all of our scores in the podcast. Miller is two and zero. Feinberg is one and one. Watts is two and zero. Cats is zero two. Any surprises? Uh, my big surprise is Justin. I think his team is sick. He's like zero and two. So that's my big surprise. Watts, what about you? Is he king of the nook? No, king of the nook. I, I think is uh, Miller. What's her? Oh, Herman's team. Yeah. 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 Her, and he's Owen too. Yeah. That's, that's pretty, yeah. He's got any team in a, in a uh, two quarterback super flex that has Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson, particularly how good they've been this year. And it's Owen too. That's a shock. Yeah. It was a huge shock to me. Um, all right. So let's go to the first match of the week. The first match of the week Cats versus Cheese, the validation game. I'm Owen too. He's 2 and 0. This will validate, hey, look, we're on the right paths. Am I am I just destined to be awful this year? And is Cheese destined to be one of the better teams? I feel I'm gonna beat Cheese. Fuck him. He's whack. What about you, Watts? He's whack. He's the whack. Whack. He's the whack. No, I got you. I got you, you cats. Yeah, well, I'm right. Cats right here. I know what it means. Got the whack. Whack. The next game, Wild Dan versus Herman in the two sides of COVID Bowl. Now, this has nothing to really do with fantasy football, but, like, they obviously, Wild Dan is on the side of, like, yeah, you're a bitch, pussy, and and 
Justin's on the side of like, yeah, I am a bitch pussy. So I'm just on principle. I'm on the Wild Dan side. I'm writing Wild Dan right here. I think Wild Dan beats Justin <laughs> all day long. All I'm gonna write that all day long. Okay, what about you, Watts? Uh, I I agree with Wild Dan and have uh, since he, the whole COVID outbreak, we've been sharing a brain with that stuff. Uh, uh, unfortunately, with this, we're gonna have to part company. I'm going with Herman. It's gonna be hard. For him to lose again with those two guys, Lamar and Russ. Why? He's already um, lost twice. I know. It's going to be hard for him to lose again. Uh, even though emotionally I'm supporting Wild Dan, I think if I'm using my brain, I got to go Herm. I've never been more behind Wild Dan ever. And I think that if Herman loses again, he should rename his team about all about that L. Um, <laughs> the third game of the week Steve versus Miller in a lover's spat? Like, who, who tanks enough to win? Like you know, like I, I, I'm gonna say that ultimately, Miller loves Steve more, and I'm gonna go Steve in this game. He's actually undefeated Steve, as well. Do, do you want more? Uh, yeah, do yeah, do you want? But it's like, uh, do you want more? He's that's a terrible name. No, I think I, I don't, I don't mind the name. I think the name's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I, I think that I think. If it came down to it, Miller would lay his life down for Steve, but not the opposite. I think Steve would lay Miller's life down for Steve. So I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm going Steve in this matchup. What about you, Watts? I, I got Steve too. Um, Ducks or Bees or uh, Gurley and Rojo? We already know. Rojo? <laughs> He's starting Gurley and Rojo. I was going to bring up Rojo to later. <laughs> you were saving it, huh? I was, I was saving it. I, I was saving it. Uh, so keep going on, keep going on. Yeah, and then uh, wait, let me pull up. You get, um, did you want more? It's obviously got DJ Moore. I wonder how long it took Steve to come up with that name. Um, he came up with it pretty quick. Uh, what else we got? Slayton, Tyler Boyd. Actually, this team isn't that great. Oh, they he's got Dalvin Cook and Jacobs, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that team's gonna win. That team's gonna win. It's a motherfucking Leonard Fournette dance party. <laughs> It's got to be close though. Nux, Nux, Nux got good receivers. Um, I, I'm I'm calling Steve just because I think Miller, Miller will like not start a guy he should start because he loves Steve that much. Yeah, Steve should be once again should be starting Will Fuller. Maybe I'll be eating crow on this. And he's got McCall Hardman. I, 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 do you really start Marquez Valdez Scantling? I don't know. I'd rather start MBS than McCall Hardman. McCall Hardman's a backup to uh, uh, what's that guy uh, Tyree Kill. <laughs> Yeah. While while um, but I think he'll 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 be Sammy Watkins. I rather take the randomness of the the Packers target share than the definite. I know that um, Nicole Harmon's gonna get like three targets. Right. Uh, next game, again. Do you smell? Do you smell my own fart ball? LP versus Donk. <laughs> what are the chances of that? I, I I don't know. I'm gonna take Donk in this one because I think LP's team is flawed and whack in this year, and I think Donk's team is pretty good. So, in the in the second, you smell my own fart bowl. I'm taking donk. I'm gonna write that down. Right, donk. What about you, yeah. Watts? Um, launchpad team is it might be the worst team in the league. I'll write that as well. Watts says, Watts. He's, he's starting rugs and rug, tanking alert. Tanking alert. I don't like snitching, but uh, yeah, he's starting rugs right now. Who is not playing? He's out. So well, sucks. we'll have to mention that to him Sunday morning. And be like, "Hey, bro, you trying to get the first pick in the draft, or like, was this, this is just a mistake?" Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Game five of the week, Kuhn versus James in the I Sold CMC I'm So Smart game. Um, I'm going to go with James because he didn't sell CMC in, <laughs> in this game. You know, like, I'm going James. I'm going to write that down. James wins because Kuhn sold C- CMC. I don't care if he got hurt. He sold CMC for Amari Cooper and Hooper. Like, ew. I hate it. All right, Watts. Yeah, bad trade. Um, but I like the king, king and the Nakiyun in this game. He's got Josh Allen and Matty Ice. And across the board, his team is better than James. James' team is much improved, but I don't think it's enough um, to win this week. Okay, last game of the week. Watts, my boy, versus Feinberg, the guy who stood us up. Battle of the Undefeateds here. No, Battle of the Houston. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but that's all right. Yeah, yeah my bad. Let's call it I think you're both undefeated. I think you're both 2-0. Yeah, 2-0, Feinberg, 2-0, 0-2. No, yeah, 2-0. 1-1, no, Feinberg. Battle the guy who showed up and the guy who didn't. I'm going Watts all day because Watts showed up. <laughs> Watts showed up. And I'm going to be like, end on Sunday. All right, Watts, you're my winner here because you're the man. You showed up. You're dependable, and you have a better fantasy outlook than Feinberg. Watts, what do you have to say here? Yeah, Feinberg's in the unenvi- unenviable position of sorting one quarterback. Um, we started Cam Newton, who could have a nice game, but that's not going to be enough. He's going to need a lot more. Um, you know, I'm taking him out. I'm going to be three and zero, and. You know, I got. I think I got one of the better teams in the league. You got the what's that? You have an awesome name in my Superflex league. What's your name again? Hojin. No, that <laughs> Hojin. Horden is in the the, the Shad Dynasty league. Oh, that's, Dynasty. That, that means that's Swedish for herd. This is uh, D Watts in the herd. You know, it's a lot of herd mm-hmm. immunity. Well, uh, what stuff. do you? Which which league are you? Uh, D Watt was it? D Watts like twenty one COVID nineteen. Yeah, that's in Alex FG. Uh, yeah, I'm old too. Great but, name. I like that name a lot. <laughs> All right, we're going to the spreads. Here is where you make your money. You're going to bet on Daniel Watts' picks this week. He is here to – he's giving you cash. He's giving you cash money. All you have to do is place the bet and place the bet on Watts' uh, um, bets. My bets, I don't guarantee you cash. I guarantee you awesomeness. So, like, you can go either or. So the first game of the week is Houston at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh uh, minus four here at home. I'm going to go Pittsburgh here because Houston's been a trash the first two weeks. They can't score dick. They definitely shouldn't have traded my boy DeAndre Hopkins. And Brandon Cooks looks like he's shot. So I'm going to go Cats right here. Cats goes Pitt right here. What about my boy Watts? Yeah, so I'm going Houston this week. This is kind of a contrarian pick. Uh, Houston's played very two very good teams. They have played Kansas City Chiefs. They have played the Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. H- hardest schedule in the AFC by far. Yeah, easily. And, like, I hate Bill O'Brien. Um, I think they have a lot of holes in the team. But I have not been blown away by Pittsburgh either. They've beaten nobody, right? They beat the Giants week one. And mm-hmm. that was, like, there was a point in which the Giants could have came back in that game. And then they like it was too close for what it should have been. Yeah, exactly. And then they they uh, eke one out last week against Denver, also a not good team. Like Jeff Driscoll came back on them. 
Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to take uh, the points in that game. And what's interesting when I look at these lines, the, the betting opened up Pitt uh, was laying five. It's moved to four. Um, even though more people are betting on Pittsburgh. So um, I like the Texans in this, in this game a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you, do you hear that? Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Yo, bet Watts. <laughs> bet Watts. He's making you money. All right. I have, I have fucking five pages of handwritten notes. This is my process. Not my process, my process. What's the app? I need to download the app, and I need to fucking put my money on fucking Houston right now. Yes. Um, all right, next game, Tennessee at Minnesota. Minnesota minus, I'm sorry, plus two and a half. I think Minnesota's trash this year. Tennessee is really good. I'm going to go Tennessee here on the road. Even though it doesn't really have the same effect this year because of COVID and like they're like half-old stadiums and shit, I think Tennessee is for real this year. Give me Tennessee on the road. This was a tough game for me. Um Believe it or not, I know you people are gonna think I'm crazy, but mm. I'm once again I'm going contrarian. Lone wolf, I'm going. I'm taking Minnesota. Ooh. Ooh, I'm going Nitty. lone wolf. I'm taking Minnesota. Give me those two and a half points at home. Um, they are Watch, better. I'm writing mini right here next to you, and I'm gonna double underline it. <laughs> They're better than than they played. Um, their real weakness is their secondary. I was gonna say the quarterback. Well, that uh, the defensive end, I'm, I'm narrowing in on, and um, no AJ Brown this week. Um, I think both teams are going to run the ball like forty times a piece, mm-hmm. which is going to be, be a very uh, boring, low-scoring game. A lot of field goals, and I think Minnesota just edges this out. Um, I'll take the I'll take the points at home. Okay, and then you you think it's gonna be a low scoring game? Now I don't have it in front of me what the uh, point total is. Are you betting the under here? I would. Let me pull it up. Let me see what it is. I don't. I think if it's under forty four points, it's a it's a mm-hmm. no brainer. Let's see what it is. Hold on, give me a second. Should I should I have most of the spreads in front of me? Let me see. You know, next week I'm gonna put the under overs as well. We could we yeah. we will do both. But I want to know because you because you think that like it's going to be a boring just slog of a game. Yep. What are you going under it over right here? And what I'm what? Going do, under. Let me see what the point spread is. Well, I wouldn't say under yet. You don't know what the point spread is. Over under. Well, I'm going to fill up some airtime while uh, Watts <laughs> looks this up. Um, fine, but we're very disappointed. Oh, Forty nine and a half points. Forty nine. Oh, that is. Point five. The easiest money you can make this week. Under? Under. In capitals, under. Under. All right. So if you're going to parlay, parlay tennis, I'm sorry, uh, mini with the two and a half and the 49.5 under. Under, under, under. under. And put your money on Houston. That That's the Watts parlay so right far, there. So far. So far. There's games coming up which I'm more I feel stronger. more excited about. Okay, yeah. but right here you got a nice little parlay building right here. Oh. Mini and the under. Um, Cincinnati at Atlanta and they Atlanta's given up three and a half at home against. I'm sorry, it's not Cincinnati. It's Chicago and at Atlanta and Atlanta's given up three and a half at home. Chicago, look, I I can never like you could be a. 40 and Atlanta's gonna blow it. I, I can't I just can't believe in Atlanta. Give me Chicago 
on the road. They got a good defense. Mitch Trubisky kind of blows, but their 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 role players are good. Their their skill players are good. Give me Shy Town all day. Watts, what about you? Yeah, we're we're gonna disagree again. I'm going Falcons here. Uh, the Bears are played no one. Uh, they should be zero and two. Week one, uh, I think it was uh, Swift who drove, dropped a touchdown at the end of that game, uh, and then the Giants were bad in the in that game too. They got they lucked out and got a win there. Um, yeah, the Bears should be zero and two. Falcons, some may say, should be two and zero. If it wasn't for the choke factor, yeah, yeah, sure. no, I know. Well, they 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 started off slow against Seattle. But they they beat them in every single statistical category. Except for the it. score. Except for the score. <laughs> and turnovers. Those are the two yeah, ones. Except for the score. Every and, statistical and category. Um, but they had like 550 yards of offense. They looked really mm-hmm. good. And then last week they just blew it. You know, they had such a big lead early. And they just let uh, Dallas back into it. And then there was that freak onside kick. Like, this is very possible. Dude, to that play. onside kick was sexy, bro. That shit kept, like, spinning. I, I, spinning. I've never seen an onside kick like that in my life. I was waiting for, like, the Falcons like to start throwing haymakers and jumping on the ball. I was like, you guys are chumps and you bitches. Dude, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, I got the line. I don't have it three and a half. I got it at three. Uh, well, we're using we're, uh, whatever I Googled. We're just going to use that, all right? Well, my bookie's giving it to me at three, um, so. Well, 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 Watts, that doesn't fucking matter. I said three and a half here. <laughs> all right, that's the thing, and you gotta you gotta play by those rules, all right. All right yeah, so Unless you want to come up, you if you want to email me all the spreads, and I'll play on that on that next week. It's fine, it's fine. All right, uh, give me give me the Falcons three and a half. Boom. Okay, Las Vegas versus New England. New England getting um, uh, I'm sorry, New England minus five and a half. I look. I know New Las Vegas has been doing work. I know they have. I just cannot bet ever on Las Vegas. Give me New England all day. It's a blowout. I see New England wins by three scores. Easy. I'm gonna write easy right here, right next to it. easy. All right, Watts. What do you feel in the five yeah, and a half? Yeah, for me, this this is one of the easiest games in the court. Uh, it's it's the Patriots. I mean, it, it's all day. Uh, Las Vegas is coming off a big win Monday night. They're coming on a short week. It's just huge letdown city here. Um, David Carter showed me like he's he's played better this year, but I'm still not sold on him. F. Yeah, uh, who are the receivers? Even I don't know. Rugs who can Ayuk even, is playing. Ayuk, that's the Niners. Yeah. Oh, the Giants. Slayton, Shepard's done. I think Ingram is there. About the, wait, we're talking about. The Raiders and the Pats here. Oh shit! I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> the the Patriots. Um, uh, you got uh. No, no, I'm talking about the Raiders. The Raiders receivers. The Raiders receivers. Not, Ruggs I, I, is done. You got Edwards. You got um the, the little Aguilar. white guy. Yeah, Aguilar. I'm not counting yeah. Aguilar. I got him. Uh, Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Hunter There's Renfro. No, the the Patriots defense. I think last week was an aberration. Playing at it's a very good Seattle team. They're at home this week. There's just no fucking way. That they're losing this game more than by fucking ten points. Even no. though I'll, I'll lay five and a half all day. They'll win this game by a touchdown. Next game, San Francisco at the New York Giants. How how rough do you feel for San Francisco? In the first three weeks, they got to travel to the Meadowlands twice. Yeah, that's that, whack. That's, yeah, I, I I'll take the three and a half points at home with the Giants here. Um, it's not an easy decision, but the the Niners are just 
so awash with injuries. It's crazy. And like you said, you point out they had to travel across the country twice. I mean, that's a big ask for a team who's so injured. Uh, this is in no way an endorsement of the Giants, uh, but uh, they still may lose this game. But I think it'll be less by than three and a half. So yeah, this is an endorsement of the Giants. We get it back <laughs> on track with a big fat win over the the runner up in last year's uh, Super Bowl game. The Giants beat. Not only do we fucking beat the spread, we beat the San Francisco 49ers to go one and two and get back on track. Fuck yeah, Giants. Let's go. Next game. Since oh, that's both of us, New York Giants. Next game. Um Cincinnati at Philadelphia. Philadelphia lane four and a half at uh, at in Philadelphia. Honest to God, give me Cincinnati. I think Philly's <laughs> trash. Philly, their quarterback is redheaded, and that's no good. Their receivers are all dead. Their offensive line is dead. Their defense is dead. Give me Cincinnati to beat the spread. I'll take Cincinnati to win the goddamn game. I like Cincy. I like Joe Burrows and Cincy. All right. Yeah, like I'm, I'm taking the Eagles here. Eagles. But, All right. Yeah. Um, this like the original line was six and a half, and people have been pounding Cincy, mm-hmm. which is why it's at four and a half now. Um, Cincy still can't stop the run. Eagles are home. Um, if the Eagles lose this game, their season's done. I will never bet on them again for the rest of the year. Uh, they've looked terrible. And uh, what I do like in this game, because uh, I'm taking the Eagles, but not because I want to. Um, mm. I just am. Mm. What I do like in this game is the over 47 and a half. Oh, I think. wait. 47 and a half over? Over. Ooh. Over. That's easy. All right. So that's an easy. 47. That's an easy and a yeah, half. Neither, uh, neither of these teams can play in defense. Um, I think the Eagles get up big early. Cincy will get garbage, and it'll, they'll be they'll be 55, 60 points. Okay, this is my bet. Next week, I'm going to do the under-overs for all this. And you know okay. what? We'll do prop bet, Look, your your favorite prop bet for this. Okay. I think that would be a fun thing to do for the betting. Um, I agree with you. I like the over on this. Um, over 47 and a half. It's crazy. But I do like Cincy instead of the Eagles. Next game, Washington at Cleveland. I like so Cleveland is laying seven and a half. Oh, is it seven and a half? I got it at seven here. I that is a lot of points. It's a lot of points. That's a touchdown plus. Give me Washington. Washington has been surprising. I think they like they suck, right? But so does Cleveland. I'll never bet on I'll I would never I'd rather lose a million dollars on another team. Then gain one dollar from Cleveland. Give me Washington and the seven and a half on this. Watts, what do you think? So I had it at seven here. That that hook, that extra half point, is killing me right now. Uh, that's that's the one of the worst news I heard all day. I I uh, hit you up with this yesterday. You know. I know. I didn't look at the. You know. I didn't look at the lines. I just I went on what I had in front of me. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Um. I think Washington's a terrible football team. Terrible. Uh, I'll write that next to him. Terrible. Terrible team. They run a high school offense. They literally have two guys run slant routes. Uh, it's very obvious when they're going to run the ball. Haskins is not an NFL quarterback. Um, the, the defense, while they're good against them, um, they're not bad secondary. They can rush the passer. Terrible against the run. Uh, they might be starting Tommy Davis, who's, who's fucking 37 years old. Okay. Um, I cannot remember. The last time the Cleveland Browns beat somebody by seven and a half points. Can you? 
That is a lot of points. If you if it was a trivia question, I would get it wrong. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, so you going Washington? Washington? Give me Washington. Um, give me Washington. All right. Seven and a half. Next game. L.A. Rams versus Buffalo at Buffalo. Point and a half. I, I think I like the Bills because the Ralph is a hard place to play. And give me the Bills. Uh, Josh Allen has been balling out lately. I don't believe in it at all. But, like, hey, look, man, you got to ride the wave of awesomeness. Give me the Buffalo Bills at home against the L.A. Rams traveling across country all day. Watts, what about you? Yeah, on my notes here, I have a few things, but I really only need one thing. Where are they playing? In the Ralph. Where are they playing? I'm going to write, instead of Buffalo, write the Ralph for you. What, what else do you really need to know? Um, and you don't need to know anything else. But because there's listeners out there who are betting money, I'm going to give you some other little bits of information that are going to really, if you had $10, now you're going to put $20. If you had $100, now you're going to put $200 on this game. Here's another thing. This is another team flying across the country twice in two weeks. They went to L.A. Went to Philly last week and beat the and shit out of them. Buffalo. Now they're going to Buffalo. Um, Josh Allen is, is he the hottest player in the game right now? I mean, he's he's, he's rolling good. Ball. But hey, ever who isn't rolling good playing the Jets and the Dolphins? It's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, but he's been outstanding. Yeah, you know, like he's really made that leap. Um, Jordan Poirier is an excellent defensive player, and he is with. Rachel Bush, who's probably the hottest girl on Instagram. Wait, wait. she's. Oh, man. You know who I'm talking about? I, I, oh, I, Trump I follow her on the gram. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Rachel Bush. Um, if all and, I know is that if you are penetrating Rachel Bush, every decision you've made to that point has been a good decision. Yeah. <laughs> facts. Absolute facts. facts and, dude. And, and the last thing is that the money's heavy on the Rams. Which means Vegas wants needs, not wants, needs needs, and, and yeah, and and even though the money is heavy on the Rams, the line is going up in the other direction, which is just smells trap for those Rams betters. Give me Buffalo. Might that's the the, the Pats is the easiest mm-hmm. game on the card. That might be the second easiest. I like Buffalo all day. Next game, the Jets at the Colts. Oh. Eleven and a half points. The Colts are laying. I think the I I can't I I I don't even think the Jets could score a point this week. If in overtime, like the Colts are just smoking butts, just sitting on the sideline, maybe they get a touchdown. So I'm I'm never gonna put a dime on the Jets. So give me the Colts to just absolutely blow out the Jets. Give me Indy, Indy. What about you, Dan? Oh, um. All right. So. There's a ton of points. An absolute, just a ton of points. There's a lot of points. How do you put Two money tutties? on this? Two tutties. How do you, how do you put a, a money on Chris Hogan, someone named Josh Malone. Breston Berrios. Jamison Crowder, Braxton Berrios, Frank Gore. I mean, this is who, this is the offense they're running out. And their defense has showed nothing this year. And an ability to stop the run. 
I don't know. I it's a lot of points. I'm not, I don't think Indy's very good. Philip Rivers has not impressed me. Oh, I, it's just a tough one. I'm I'm gonna take Indy. I'm gonna take Indy. Indy all day. The Jets fan it's hard, but maybe you know they get their ass kicked again. I and... think the as a Jets fan, uh, Watts, once your boy Denzel Mims suits up oh. with your boy Sam Darnold. I think fortune's going to favor the bold a little bit right there. I think that's when you'll see, hey, look, man, maybe next year ain't going to be so bad. They got to get rid of Adam Gase, too. I was Adam Gase is the worst. <laughs> worst, dude. He's the fucking worst. Like, what, if you were hiring people to, like, a startup, right? Like, he gave you your resume. He'd be like, hey, look, 18 years ago, like, this Hall of Fame quarterback did Hall of Fame shit. I was there for it. And then ever since then, I've been awful. You'd be like, thank you for your resume. I'll get in contact with you in the future. Like, no, I, you stink, motherfucker. You're awful. Yeah. Um, oh, he's so bad. The Jets are as good as they are despite their head coach. Right. And he's got a real ability to alienate players and, like, this whole Le'Veon Bell situation. Like, uh, how could you say that you sign a guy you don't want him? Yeah, they, Le'Veon Bell. He chased uh, Jamal Adams out of town. Like, your best, your best defensive player. You're like, I don't fucking you. Don't, we don't need you. It's like the, the, the players. The players hate him. Um, I feel bad for Sam Darnold that he's caught again in a terrible situation because I really don't think he's bad. But um, yeah, and maybe they need to get their ass kicked and they can make some. Um, Sam person- Darnold needs some good. Um, decisions in the organization made his way, and I just don't think there that that's happening because the organization is like, yeah, let's Sam, let let's get this gay guy keep making these important decisions, and I I hope Sam Darnold is a thing. I, I you just every time Sam Gase, oh, is his name Sam Gase? Adam Gase. Adam Gase. Who cares? Every time Adam <laughs> Gase makes a big decision, it's just like such a bad. It's just like this guy sucks. All right, next game. Carolina at the Chargers. Chargers laying six and a half. Giving the Chargers all day. Carolina doesn't have a CMC. I think LA's playing Justin Herbert. I think he's really good, actually. Um, Give me the Chargers all day. Yeah, it's it's hard for me because uh, Carolina is not. I'm, I'm sorry. The Chargers have not looked good this year. Um, they they squeaked out a game. Oh, I, I actually, what am I saying? They they gave Casey a hell of a game last week, um, and they beat the Bengals, but that was with Tyrod. Uh, Carolina defense is awful. Uh, they can't cannot stop the run for the life of them. Play your people versus Carolina. Yes, yes. Uh, there's heavy money on the Chargers, which makes me think twice. But uh, they'll be fine. Uh, I'll take I'll take them by a touchdown. Excellent. Carol, um, so you take yep. you take you then Chargers, Chargers. Yep. All right. Excellent. Next game, the worst defense in the league, Detroit at Arizona. Arizona laying down five and a half. I don't think Detroit gets back on track. Give me Arizona all day. I love Carl Kyler Murray. I love DeAndre. I love DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> Give me him two times. I'm right. Two X Arizona. Um, I don't think there's Matt Patricia's like just like every day he shows up to work he's like he's like playing playing with fucking uh was it um I'm in the black you know it's like playing with uh you know uh house money like 
Every day he shows up and he's just not fired. It's like house money. Good shit. What about you, Watts? Yeah, I just I don't. This team does not have an identity, and it just seems like it's a wait. Thing. Can I write no identity? No identity. Uh, the Detroit Lions, year after year, they just run out the same fucking team. They can't run the ball. It's just Stafford run like just the, you know ah oh, just whoever he feels like throwing to on a non-designed play. The defense is never impressive. Um, and I like what what Cliff Kingsbury is doing down there in Arizona. They yeah. are a good football team. Um, yeah, give me that, that five and a half. I'll I'll take them to the Airy. Yeah, we'll, we'll, Arizona. Okay, next game, Dallas at Seattle. Now, you you want guys in this game playing fantasy. Play, I say over all day. Over <laughs> all day on this yeah, game. Yeah, that, that over-under is the highest of the week. The- Dak, yeah. Russ, the cook, give me the over on this. I don't even know what it is. Play the over. But I like Seattle at home laying four and a half. Give me Seattle all day. I I I think that like by luck or or, or by like, hook or crook, the the Dallas Cowboys happen to happen to beat the Falcons because the Falcons are choke, choke artist. And give me give me the Seattle Seahawks with I think the future MVP of the league, Russell Wilson. Watts, what do you think? Uh, the, the over-under is the highest implied point total of the, the week, 57 mm. points. That is a ton of points. It's a lot of offense. Um, I'm going to take Dallas with the points here. Um, I know it's going to surprise a lot of people. They got a lot of injuries on defense, which gives me a, a, a bit of concern. But I think Seattle's played a bit over their heads, and I think Dallas can match them. So on a shootout, yeah, I'll just take the points um, with Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Sunday night football, Green Bay Packers at West. I'm sorry, at New Orleans. My New Orleans laying down three. No Mike Thomas, but you got Alvin Kamara. You got Latavius Murray. You got Troy Quan Smith. You got fucking Miles Sanders. Who do you have, Watts? I particularly think that Aaron Jones is this year's Christian McCaffrey. I think that. <laughs> Fucking Aaron Rodgers is on the revenge tour. I think he's mad. I'm going to take Green Bay to win it outright. But give me the points in Green Bay. I'm going to write all day. All right, Watts, what do you feel, dude? We, we missed uh, Tampa Bay Denver, but we'll get back to that. We'll finish. Um... Oh, shit. We did miss it. Fuck, it was in the middle. All right, we'll get right back to that. <laughs> we'll get back to that. Let's finish right. mm-hmm. uh, This is... I, I we're gonna pour company here. On, I like New Orleans in this game. Um, this is a game. If you didn't listen to me all day, and you lost money, and you didn't make money back, this is the game you do it. I think New Orleans is gonna win. Uh, they're laying three points. No Devonte Adams or Green Bay. The the, the 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 problems they're gonna have as we just discussed. Um, New Orleans' uh, ability to stop the run has been very 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 good. This year, um, I'm still not sold on Green Bay's defense. Once again, another team that's really beaten nobody. They've beaten a shitty Minnesota team. And then, like, Minnesota the line, sucks. The Lions, like, hung around with them. Um, they, they, the Lions got smoked. Like, they were uh, a goddamn uh, rack of ribs, dude. They got smoked. Yeah, it was a, there was a pick six, but then they came back at the end of that game. Uh, you know, Green Bay covered whatever. Um, 
I think the New Orleans is going to be a much tougher test. And um, I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints at home lane three. All right. We'll go back to uh, Sunday afternoon football. Tampa Bay at Denver. Denver. I'm sorry, Tampa Bay laying five and a half at Denver. Denver, Denver getting five and a half at home. Give me, give me the goddamn Tampa Bay Bucks. I think Tampa Bay saw saw smokes. Denver, Denver's got Jeff Driscoll at quarterback. They got Jerry Judy as their best receiver. Like they're all hurt. I, I just, I can't. Like, how could you depend on Denver? Plus, Tampa Bay has got. My boy Leonard Fournette in a motherfucking dance party. <laughs> Watts, what do you think, baby? You go you in that Leonard Fournette dance party or you in that Rojo shit? <laughs> I'm with Tampa Bay. Um Yeah, this is a big game for Tampa Bay because even though well they lost they lost and looked bad at New Orleans, um they one last week against Carolina, but it wasn't a blowout. I thought it was going to be. Um, but you know what? Chris Godwin's back this week. Um, Denver secondary is not good. Um, you got uh, Tampa Bay? Yeah, Tampa Bay all the way. I'm going to write and all. This is, a big, you know, the, the, this is a big game for them. Um, yeah, and also Denver's, you know, relies on running the ball. And uh, Tampa Bay's been able to stop that. And, uh, yeah, and, and they've been able to shut down receivers in ways that other teams haven't. Tampa Bay's defense is one of the best defenses in the league that nobody's talked about. So, yeah. Okay, last game, Monday Night Football, KC at Baltimore. This is a b- 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 banger. Give me Baltimore. Three and a half. They're laying three and a half at home. Give me Baltimore at home. I think the Ravens get over to hump. They are, I think they are the better team. Once, once John Harbor figured out that, like, hey, look, you can go for it on fourth down and just like get first down every time, that like he's like, oh shit, I like, I don't, I, I could just play that. Like, yeah, I could do that every time. Like, he didn't know that. Like, and he, that last year he didn't know that, and that's why they didn't win the Super Bowl. But now he knows that. I think that Baltimore wins everything. I think they win the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson. Give me Baltimore laying three and a half at home versus KC. Watts, what do you feel? Yeah, I'm with you. Um, as I discussed before, it, it's a hard one just because, like I mentioned before, Cleveland, when's the last time you, you know Cleveland won a game by seven and a half points? It feels like forever. When's the last time KC has gotten three and a half points, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as, as or lost by three and a half points. Mm-hmm. That is a fucking long – I mean, this is a tough, tough spread. Tough um, spread. But – Baltimore is going to take it. I think their defense is Baltimore's defense. It is um, best in the league uh, in, in the AFC. Maybe Tampa Bay in the NFC. Um, extremely good. Baltimore doesn't turn the uh, turn the ball over. Yeah, they're going to take this game. Um, what's the final score? You ask me. I think it is thirty uh, twenty, Baltimore. Excellent. So uh, before we finish everything, uh, I didn't write this on the show sheet, but. Uh... Watts, uh, going forward, I, I will do this. Um, do you want to take a victory lap for any of your prognostications? Uh, I have, I've had a lot of Antonio Gibsons. I think he's the man to own there. And, like, who would have known that fucking Adrian Peterson would have been released? 
Darius Geis would have beat his woman up, right? Like, like who would have known any of this stuff? And then all of a well, sudden, I threw, I threw him in the second round higher everywhere, um, mostly on. You know, Adrian Peterson's fucking not going to live forever. Geis, while he was very, very good at LSU, has been banged up. I didn't know he was going to have a good, you know, he was also a, a criminal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there was a lot of potential Yikes. there. And his uh, – Antonio Gibson's uh, combine and his, his – uh, he's just a very, very good athlete. So, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take a victory lap yet, but maybe at the end of the season I'm going to start warming up for that victory lap. All right, so my victory lap this week is for <laughs> Leonard Fournette. <laughs> Fucking yeah, dance party, Leonard Fournette. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, he killed Rojo. Um, I'm gonna say Leonard Fournette. L F. R I P. Rojo, right there on the thing. I think that he's killed Rojo. I've I, like they they they've showed their hand. They're like, yeah, he's the guy that has the athletic ability to finish the game. We're gonna finish the game out. Watts as a non as a non participant in this argument. Who would you rather own going forward, Rojo or Leonard Fournette? Um, going forward, I mean, it's really not even difficult at this point. Um. It's got to be Fournette. Mm. Uh, Rojo can't catch the ball. Can't that's block a, neither. Yeah, that's that's a problem. Mm. And he's had his opportunities to be the guy there, and he really has not has been it. able to establish himself. So what, when you've already been in a position where you haven't been able to establish yourself, and then you bring in a Leonard Fournette who can catch, like mm. it's really a difficult um, – kind of road to hoe here for Rojo. Last last question. I'm going to ask you like Bill Clinton here, here. Um, in the, in what's, what's, what's your friend's league, uh, his name, uh, what's it called? Uncut gems. Uncut gems. Is it a bitch move that Miller didn't play (laughs) Rojo versus Leonard Fournette in the Leonard Fournette bowl? I mean, it was named Rojo versus Fournette for a minute in the chat, right? Yes, and the uh, fact that he's not playing Leonard. I'm sorry, it's not the fact. It's the fact that he's not playing Rojo. He should concede victory to the week, right? <laughs> I would say if he won and didn't start Rojo, there would have to be an asterisk following asterisk all, everywhere. Multiple asterisks, right? And he, and he should really, if if he does happen to win and he doesn't play Rojo. He should never really talk up Rojo ever again. Like, like, I get, like, hey, look, you don't believe in Leonard Fournette, but, like, calm down and you're like, oh, Rojo's the man there. Because, like, when it came, push came to shove, I started Leonard Fournette versus Rojo, and you didn't. And exactly. that's all I'm saying. And you know what? I think next podcast, maybe we need a guy from Uncut Gems on the show. Because, obviously, <laughs> fucking Feinberg's not showing up. You know, we can just get one of those guys on. And, like, they're they're cool people. They're good peoples, you know? Yeah, yeah I'll talk to mm-hmm. Matt. I'm sure he'd, uh, he'd definitely be down. Excellent. So, thank you very much for uh, coming on the show this week, Watts. We had a great show this week. If you want to make money, we've already laid out the blueprints. <laughs> all you got to do is follow what we say. And not so much me, but I, I, I really believe that Daniel, the moneymaker Watts, has the the blueprint for you to make money in fantasy, in not fantasy football even, 
but in betting online, just bet what he bet, and you you are all above above everyone else right here. Watts, last words. What do you got to say this week? Do you have any locks? Do you have any like? What do you got to say? Just give give me a little something going into uh, week three. Yeah, well, just to recap this podcast, I'm glad I actually did five pages of notes since we didn't have Miller and uh, Feinberg didn't show up. So I'm glad I had notes because mm. I was well prepared and was able to talk for an hour and a half mm. with you. Um, what else do I want to say? Um, I also I also want to see how Miller does. He gave like a bunch of picks, but some of them were like over-unders that like he, he wasn't necessarily like – supposed to do that like he didn't pick certain games like point spreads he just gave us an over under well the guy wouldn't play ronald jones against leonard fournette so like how could you really treat him as an equal or as like a like a peer when he couldn't put his money where his mouth is yeah like raiders pats under 47 and a half that wasn't the question like Mm -hmm. it's you know the point spread uh but he also took who oh he took green bay that was a mistake yeah things like this um, oh, he also took the gi- the Giants under 41 and a half instead of taking the points for He, you know, some out- outside the box type uh, approach here. Uh, um, unorthodox. Unorthodox for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, my lock of the week is going to be. Um... We're all waiting. We're all waiting. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the Atlanta Falcons. Minus three and a half points. Minor lock. My, my lock of the week is the New York Giants. Fucking let's <laughs> go. We are not that bad. Let's fucking do it. My second my second lock of the week would be the, the Saints. And then I also like the over in that uh, Eagle-Cincy game. That might – never mind what I just said. The over in that Eagle-Cincinnati game, that's easy money. 47 Look, and a half? you kidding? All I know is that you should go right now – to whatever app you're you're in, right? Open up an account called Easy Money, and then bet Watts. Everything Watts says is gold, in, and like you you bet him, you bet all his bets. You're ending up in the money. Yeah, if you got, I wrote five pages of notes. How many pages of notes did you do? Zero. I just wrote the. Zero. And sheet. then and and my listeners too. They haven't done the work I've done. They haven't watched the film. I have no so- film. I I I shoot from the hip a lot. <laughs> And uh, like I, I depend on you guys for consistency, and I, I like people depend on me for just like yeah that that guy what he said. Fucking, <laughs> I fucking love that guy. He's a, he's a good guy. Anyway, well, we love you, and we'll we will see you next week and every week going forward because yeah, yeah, yeah. we gotta get we'll be, uh, we were lazy the first couple of weeks, we, and that was laziness. But we will see you every week going forward, yeah, we, and the, and you know we weren't even gonna have a podcast because of COVID. Yeah. So, well, we have we've been battling COVID, but you know what? We we should get some people from your your league, Uncut Gems. I okay. think there's untapped potential in that league as far as personalities go, and I yeah. can tell because a lot of those guys are fucking awesome. But <laughs> but like you like I just like you know I, they're not like yeah. talking to me. Some so. of those boys are are Matt's friends from um, the, the soccer pub, and they're, they're all from the UK. And they're, they're funny guys, and then some of them are like Staten Island clowns. So it's a really nice mix of guys there. That's right. So like that's what I'm saying. Like next yeah. week, maybe we should get like a fucking guy from that from that end on in the show and like give their the, their takes and everything. We'll send the show yeah. sheet out. It'll be a great show. This is gonna be a great season. I already feel in my bones, in my blood, in my fucking skin. I feel this is gonna be a great season. 
and we love everybody that listens to us, uh, especially you know the the people who are in the leagues, except for Kune. I don't like you. Your team stinks. Also, Donk, I don't like your team. I don't, you know what? In fact, I don't like most of the teams in my league. I don't like fucking Cheese. I don't fucking like James. I don't like what. All you guys stink, and I hope nothing but the worst for all your fantasy players. Everybody, we have much love for you, and we'll see What's you up, next man? week. All right. Good podcast. Yeah, peace.